Hey yo, what is up everyone? It's me, Jasmine Izara, back on It's Merizara. Back at our podcast, we're doing Laws of Power. I know not something we've really done here before, huh? So we are on Law 12 right now. Let's just jump right into it. Law 12, use selective honesty and generosity to disarm your victim. Once in sincere and honest move, We'll cover over dozens of dishonest ones. Open-hearted gestures of honesty and generosity bring down the guard of even the most suspicious people. Once your selective honesty opens a hole in their armor, you will deceive and manipulate them at will. A timely gift, a Trojan horse, as you will, will serve the same purpose. Now, seven ways you can disarm anyone. One, through an act of apparent sincerity and honesty. This is called selective honesty. Who will distress a person literally caught in the act of being honest? This unexpected well-timed gesture that conflicts the emotion and distracts one of being's arm and having the most brutal and sniacal beast in the kingdom eating out of your hand. In ancient China, this was called the giving before the take. The giving makes it hard for the other people to see the taking. Count Victor Lustang is one of the best examples of this law at work. Lustang was a con man of great distraction, refinement, and culture. His knowledge of human psychology was his most important characteristic. He was so confident in himself that he was able to con Al Capone, the most feared gangster at the time, out of $5,000. Capone never knew what happened because... Lustang disarmed him through selective honesty. Lustang returned $50,000 to Capone, allowing him to take the money in order to double it into 60 days. Lustang took the money and left it in a safety deposit box until 60 days were up. He went back to Capone, apologized profusely about Dilo falling through, and returned the original $50,000. Capone had already pegged Lustang for a con artist. Well, Lustang returned the money, it confused Capone. And he dropped his guard and gave his son $5,000 just for being honest. 2. Learn to give before you take. It softens the ground, takes the bite out of the future core cost. Or simple, creates a distraction. And the giving takes many forms. An actual gift, a generous act, a kind favor, an honest admission. Whatever it takes. 3. Use selective honesty on your first encounter with someone. First impressions last way too long. If someone believes you are honest at the start of the relationship, it takes a lot to convince them. Otherwise, a con man by the name of Lord John Gordon Gordon proved to Jay Good. Another con man that he could phony even railroad rocks that God had invested in the work of top inclusiveness had railroad. Good was so grateful to Gordon that they became friends, buying the controlling interest of the railroad. Soon, Gordon Gordon betrayed God and disappeared. Gordon Gordon was a con man, but his intention, initial act of honesty and support had so blinded Good that he took the loss of millions for him to see through the scheme. 4. You must build a reputation of honesty based on acts of sincere acts. 
Duke Wu of Cheng married off his daughter and killed one of his mistresses in order to take over the powerful kingdom of Hu. The ruler of Hu heard that the mass, the minister, was executed for telling Cheng to conquer the kingdom of Hu, whose ruler was also considered the marriage of Cheng's daughter and the other acts of kindness from Cheng and let down his guard. A few weeks later, Cheng's forces swept through Hu and took the country, never to relinquish it. Five, give a gift. Few people can resist a gift from the most hardened enemy, which is why it is often the perfect way to disarm people. A gift brings out the child and thus instantly lowers our defenses, although we often view other people's actions in the most clinical light. We rarely see the Machiavellian element of a gift, which quite often hideous ulterior motives. A gift is a perfect object to hide a deceptive move. Six. Participate the tactics with caution. Unless you can make the gesture seem sincere and heartfelt, do not play with fire. If people see through it, their disappointed feelings of gratitude and warmth will become the most violent hatred and distrust. Seven is better for you to play rogue. If they have a history of deceit behind you, no amount of honesty, generosity, and kindness will fool people. In fact, it will call attention to itself. Once people have come to you as distasteful to act all honest all of a sudden it's simply suspicious avert deceptiveness will sometimes cover your tracks you may even be able to admire your honesty or your dishonesty now we're on number six law number um, law number 13 when asking for help appeal to people's self-interest never to test their mercy or gratitude if you were to turn an ally for help, do not bother to remind him of your past assistance or good deeds. He will find a way to ignore you instead. Uncover something in your request or in your alliance with them that will benefit them and emphasize it all in proportion. He will respond enthusiastically and see something to be gained for himself. Self-interest is the lever that most people really just shifts. The art of asking people that depends on their ability to understand the person you are dealing with to not confuse their needs with yours. Know that even the most powerful person is locked inside his needs of his own. And if you make no appeal to his self-interest, he merely sees you as desperate or at best a waste of time. What not to do when making your appeal to not bring up the past bringing up the past rather good or bad will not help your cause the justice and nobility of your cause will not prevail not only a man will be obligated to be grateful gratitude is often a terrible burden that he gladly disregards it's best to speak pragmatically in a pragmatic people people rarely act against their own interests like in the case of corsians and the Koreans. Who are on the brink of war with one another they were both able to win over the things as an ally because to do so would surely win the war both sides were sent representatives to plead their case to the atherians the koreans represents only offered one thing that was an alliance mutual respects the formidable force and that could imitate the rival state of sparta the representative from Corona only talked about their past relationship with athens and went to list the many services corinth had prepared for athens and importance of showing gratitude to one of his friends needless to say the athens were offended by the corthornids understood by his subtle way of asking them to feel guilty about their past generosities athens could have cared less and allied with the Corians. two do not be trapped in your own wants and desires do not start from the assumption that people 
you're appealing to have a selflessness interest in helping you do not talk as if your needs matter to people they probably could care less especially referring to larger issues a great cause or grand emotion such as love or gratitude when simple everyday realities would have so much more appeal when the dutch began to arrive in japan for in great numbers lean Siao, the japanese empire was much relieved he needed europeans for their know-how in guns and navigation and here they were Europeans who'd care for nothing for spending religions. The Dutch only wanted to trade. Lunsuan swiftly moved to evict the Portuguese who were desperately trying to convert the Japanese people to Catholicism. For then on, he would only deal with political-minded Dutch. Japan and Holland were vastly different cultures, but each year to time is an universal concern. Self-interest. Three, do not confuse your needs with others. Once you make people see how you... You can in some way meet their needs or advance their cause. Their resistance to make your request to help them will magically fall away. At each person a step away to acquiring power, you must train yourself to think your way inside of the person's mind to see their needs and interests. Get rid of the screen of your own feelings to obscure the truth. Master this art and there will be no limits to whatever you can accomplish. Motivation is superiority. Believe it or not, there are people who are not motivated through critical self-interest. There are people who thrive on opponents display their good heart, prefer to be able to exercise charity, mercy, and justice, which are always make you feel superior. Because of your superior position, if you ask this person for help to emphasize their power and position, the only requirement for you is that all is done in public, the more public, the better. It is truly their pleasure to give and seeing is given. They are dying to fund your project to introduce you to powerful people. This is the wine that intoxicates them. You must have the wisdom to distinguish the difference among powerful people and figure out what makes them tick. When they ooze greed, do not appeal to their charity. When they want to look charitable and noble, do not appeal to their greed. That concludes for today's segment, but... Join me next time on It's Mighty Zada. We'll be doing laws 14 and 15. Peace out.